Let's go to Masiko Shiburu. He is the Deputy Chief Electoral Officer at the Electoral Commission of South Africa, which has declared its readiness to conduct the general registration weekend at, uh, as part of the program for the preparations of the 2024 national and provincial elections. Over 69,718 staff members have been recruited and trained for the upcoming registration weekend, and the voters' roll currently stands at around 26.2 million, which represents 66% uh, of the estimated voting age. Age population. Masi Khoshiburi now joining us on the line. Good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Good afternoon. Well, you know the concern around Satu, it's something that comes up every um, electoral cycle and now it is back again. Um, your response to that as the IEC? Uh, the issue is not a new one, as you correctly point out, Alden. Uh, but because we are in election business, perceptions uh, almost count as, as fact. And for that reason, for a number of elections, the Commission derives the recruitment criteria in consultation with political parties. In terms of that uh, criteria, we want to strike a balance between getting persons who, are, who have sufficient supervisory role to manage voting stations, as well as to offer opportunities to those who are unemployed. Even this election around, we have done the same thing. Once we've recruited people, we provide the names of the three key people at the voting station to all political parties to say to them, look at the activity or structures at the local level, let's raise objections to persons who are not suitable, who are impartial in the electoral process. And if there are such objections, we remove those persons from, from the list of people that we are going to use as staff. When we recruit people, we do not ask whether they belong to a union, whether they belong to Satu or not. Persons go online, they apply, they fill in a, a they complete an assessment, and if they pass that assessment, uh, we, we, we retain them as staff members. But we do not ask yeah. for membership of union, nor do we have a preference for persons who are teachers or people who are affiliated to Satu. Considering that this issue has been raised over and over again, as we've indicated as well, um, shouldn't the IEC then think about how do we review this? Because the perception is always going to be there. And uh, I guess the difference with uh, with SATU is that it is an affiliate of COSATU, which is an, an alliance with the ANC, which actually has a mandate uh, to campaign for the ANC. And now you're drawing your staff members from that pool of unionized members who are part of a union whose mandate is actually to campaign for a party. And also looking at this um, this memo that was sent by the General Secretary of the of, of SATU that is calling on its PECs, RECs, and BECs um, that with the respective, um, respective African National Congress and other line structures to support and take part in election programs. Historically, uh, the number of teachers that formed the cohort of staff for elections was very high, and that was simply because the majority of voting stations were schools, and it made sense to have someone associated with that school so that issues of access became easier. Over time, the number of teachers has declined significantly. It is now an insignificant number of people that we employ as teachers. Again, Aldrin, we do not have a policy to target and offer employment to teachers or SATU members mm. who offer opportunities to all South Africans who meet the, the, the criteria. And as I said, the parties have the list of those names. We accept objections against the person, 
not against a class of person because we also took advice that can we, as an institution, a constitutional body, exclude people from opportunities by mere fact that they belong to a union or they are a class of persons. And the advice was that it would be patently unlawful and it would be uh, unconstitutional. So we are not recruiting teachers, we are not recruiting FATU members, we are providing the names of those persons to parties in order to raise objections. And where it is sustained that Maseho uh, acts in a partisan manner in favor of one political party to the detriment yeah. of the other, we exclude those persons, blacklist their uh, ID number so that they don't resurface elsewhere in our environment. Yeah, uh, but, but the difference here is that we're not just saying unions. Um, sure, the exclusion of unions is something, is, 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 is something different because now you're speaking about a specific union that is affiliated to a specific political party that carries a specific mandate to actually campaign for that party and even contribute funds to that party's campaign. And that's where um, the EFF is raising their concern. Yes, we saw the, 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 the circulating uh, memorandum, but when that memorandum started circulating, the recruitment has almost had almost uh, concluded. And as I said, uh, we do not target two members to be employed in the electoral commission. Does, 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 does that memo concern you? Uh, obviously, it, it, it concerns us to the extent that it creates an impression uh, that it is possible uh, for organized formations uh, to infiltrate the recruitment criteria of the IEC and purposefully load uh, the, the staffing of the IEC with persons who are sympathetic to mm. a specific cause. And I think, yeah, that, that, that one concerns us. So if it concerns you, why don't you avoid it? Um, it's a couple of days before the elections. Sorry, before the voter registration. Mm-hmm. But the point exactly, if somebody who has the list of those names can say, this person, Maseko, he's on this list, he belongs to this union, and we know him, he acts in a partisan way. Because our systems are not created for saints. We build systems on the understanding that we are not saints. We build them for sinners. So our systems are able to catch out malefeasance in the in, in, in the process. So a person, by mere fact that a person through who was not supposed to be in the environment. If we remove everybody because they may have been associated with a, with a specific demon, all that we are saying is to confirm that our systems are not robust enough to catch out wrongdoing. Our systems catch out wrongdoing, but we do not want to create the perception that we have been infiltrated by persons who have an illicit mind uh, for purpose of of, of doing one or the other favor for a, a political cause. Does this mean that you will be reviewing uh, your recruitment process for the election specifically? By all means, before before the election, we will once again submit the names of those persons that we confirm to the uh, to the to the to the political party liaison structures. They can go through those names and raise objections against specific persons that are ill-suited for the role for which we have, uh, we have deployed them yeah, for. But that doesn't mean that you'll be stopping recruiting people who are members of SATU. We do not. So you won't be excluding them. Of SATU we recruit all South Africans. Yeah, so I'm saying that, that you won't be excluding them. Even if we are put in, into the requirement that we exclude SATU members, we have no way of checking up on the membership of persons who are, un- who are unionized. Really? 
yes, we, we, we do not. We do not have a databases of union of union persons. Mm. But but mm. how are you able to, for instance, um, exclude somebody who is a part of a political party? Let's say, for instance, he is in the leadership of a political party, and that person is not allowed to be part of the electoral electoral staff. The the criteria says that person cannot be a member of staff, and therefore we rely yeah. on people raising objections. But for those ones, we are also able to check against the databases of candidates who were fielded by parties in the. We can go as far back as yeah. we want to say, in the last five years, do we have people who we are about to recruit and place at the voting stations who were candidates of political parties or who were registered with us either as executive members of political parties when parties yeah. were formed? So that way, that one we can check as well as criminal criminal records we can check, but membership of political parties, membership of trade unions and political parties, we are unable to check. Yeah, and I guess the other part around this is um, it's almost like you're going to go down a rabbit hole, because if you say exclude SATU members who are affiliated to the ANC, um, you work at the IEC and the IEC has staff members as well, and some of those staff members, I believe, are unionized. Is that correct? We have a union in the IEC, that's correct. Yes. Exactly. So how do and you... there are other unions that have sympathies or affiliated with other political parties. So you may end up saying not everyone mm. in South Africa can run an election because I work for the Electoral Commission. I also vote. So I have lived experiences. Does it disqualify me uh, from uh, from working for the IEC? Uh, or do you want to say, do we need people from other countries to come run our elections because... We can't trust anyone in the country. Okay. A quick one. Um, the budget for the elections, um, has the IEC also been affected by the budget cuts? We, we, we are sufficiently funded for the budget. Uh, we have wrote, we, we, we wrote to National Treasury having received the uh, cost containment memorandum. Uh, the advice we got from, uh, from, from National Treasury was that uh, we should see if we can make savings without imperiling uh, the, the electoral project. So we think we are adequately funded and to the extent that we can do with less, we will do so so that we can surrender some funds to, so, to so national treasury. So that memo also affects you? The memo also affects okay. us, but there has not been any new cut imposed on our budget. Treasury left the decision to us entirely. Okay. And then um, the the rock normally is at the Twane events, um, um, events, what's it called again? Is it a plot? plot uh, Twane event center. Uh, Twane event center, yes. Um, there's been some issues there with the, the services there and the infrastructure. What happens next year? Uh, indeed, uh, we, as you recall, there is no longer a anchor tenant for that facility. So uh, over time, it fell into a disrepair and there were uh, also criminal elements that took advantage of, of that. We are working with the city. Uh, we are resolved that an important project like an election project must still be held in a state facility. We are working with the city to see if we can restore the facility to a state of use by the time of the elections next year. It is not a lost cost. We still we can still salvage it and make it work. Our first price is to make the election work at, at one event center before we take money into into private mm. privately owned facilities. So for the voter registration, where will you be working from? For the voter registration, we do not have a, a result operation center. Each uh, provincial office is a hub for coordinating the work of the 
of the of the registration. The result operation center is only activated uh, around the election period. Okay. Thank you so much for your time. That is Masiko Shiburi, who is the deputy chief electoral officer at the Electoral Commission of South Africa. Listening into the conversation is Sinawa Dumbo, who is uh, the national spokesperson of the EFF. Sinawa, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. Um, the IEC saying that um, their systems are able to catch um, wrongdoing. What's your response to that? And also now the IEC confirming that they are concerned by that memo that was sent out by the General Secretary of SATU. Yeah, thank you. Sorry about that. So it's concerning that the IEC doesn't seem to have background verification systems and checks in place to see the kind of stuff they are and whether they have any political affiliation or motivation to want a certain outcome to come out of that. That's number one. But number two, the IEC mustn't behave like they have some constitutional mandates to hire teachers to be part and parcel of the IEC staff, whether it be for voter registration or it be for the actual voting process instead. They seem to make an impression as if they are tied or chained to the hiding of teachers. The voting stations, whether they're in schools or not, doesn't imply that teachers must be the ones who get those problems. If anything, and if, if SARS was actually a union that cares about workers, they wouldn't want people who are already employed and gaining an income on a year-on-year basis to take up uh, positions and posts as staff in the Independent Electoral Commission in a way that they'll be sort of double-dipping and accruing another income. So that concern should be something that is also raised. There's no constitutional mandate that teachers must be hired, and it must concern all of us. That's SATI, which is an affiliate of COSATI, which has declared its support for the ANC and declared its intention for its affiliate the ANC to win elections. It's part and parcel of the bill of IEC and the people who are custodians of our elections. It's unfair, it's gross, it's a misrepresentation of what our democracy ought to be, and it's such that any integrity they would voluntarily pull out of participating in an election where they have a desire of what the outcome must be. Why isn't the EFF then challenging this via challenging the legislation that the IEC is relying on? And remember now, um, Shipuri is also saying that um, they got legal opinion that it would be unlawful and unconstitutional for them to exclude somebody on the basis of them being unionized. Look, we're not saying we want an exclusion of people on the basis that they're unionized. We want an exclusion of people on the basis that they've declared what outcome they want out of an election. I can't, as the spokesperson of the EFS in our time, go and apply for a job in the IEC and say that I'm being discriminated against because I'm the spokesperson of the EFS, therefore they are compelled to hire me. There's a clear bias that I hold. There's a clear desire of an outcome that I want to happen in the IEC. It's, it's, it's logical. So it's unethical for the IEC to pander to such continued participation as an IEC electoral staff when it's clear that they have a desire. How must anyone feel comfortable that the process is transparent, free, and undiluted and un, un, uh, uninhibited from those biases and outcomes that certain members want to have. We had a meeting uh, yesterday of the third Central Elections Task Force of the EFF, which is in charge of elections, where the IEC made presentations. And we raised this concern sharply with the COO of the IEC as well, that why do you feel compelled to hire certain people who have declared their interest in the outcomes of the elections? And they are going to take that up further. But if push comes to shove, we explore legislative and judicial measures to ensure that members of SATU do not participate in the elections, of, do not preside over the elections of the IEC when they declare their desired outcome. It's just simply wrong, and I don't think any logical person would stand against this. The statement by SATU defending their participation while they agree to their BECs, their BECs, and REC's to plug in with ANC structures in order to ensure mass voter registration. So you've got the ANC on the ground calling for people to register to vote, and you've got the ANC on the ballot boxes and on the voter registration processes, processing voter registration and processing the vote of the mm. people. How is this manifest?
Yeah, but then the point that's also raised is with the IEC staff members as well, some of them are unionized. Where does it stop? Look, I think the people must, who are employed by the IEC. Look, we must deal with the direct bias that we're currently confronted with, right? I mean, teachers don't only belong to Chelsea, by the way. There's Naptosa. Yeah, but yeah. We haven't seen Naptosa come out and declare, for example, and I hope not... Yeah, but there's a, there's, a public union, there's a public servants union as well um, that is affiliated to the ANC. Have the public service union made declarations that they want that outcome to be? That is our main concern here. Satu, Kosatu have declared that they want the ANC to be successful in the elections in 2024. Now, that is something we must zoom into. The unionization of people who are part and parcel of the IEC and the affiliates of those unions is a conversation that can happen parallel to the one we're having right now. There's okay. a declaration by Satu, there's a declaration by Kosatu that the ANC must win elections. How do we allow them to decide and be custodians over the electoral process? Sinawa Tambo is the spokesperson for the EFF. Thank you so much for your time. It's a minute.